0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, let's get started, then. Okay. Welcome we back. Yeah. Today, I'm joined with Steven Svicko, And Stephen, please introduce yourself to the audience.
1: Yes, my name is Steven Svicko. I'm, uh, I'm 23 years old, and I'm a news producer at WJC-TV News in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And I basically, you know, write stories, uh, put together newscasts um, for the 6 p.m. and the 11 p.m. news. Um, coordinate scripts and stuff with reporters figure out live shots timing all that good stuff
0: all right very nice and do you do this from home because of the pandemic or no
1: no and so unfortunately we uh producers are considered essential employees so we have to go into the newsroom to produce
0: Hmm, very nice yeah so what kind of stories do you guys come up with like (laughs) what what kind of stuff do you guys talk about
1: Well, you can imagine a lot of it right now is focused on the inauguration and the presidential transition. However, with my 6 p.m. news, we try our best, unless it's major news like this is, to stay local, to stay within the state, or not, not only within the state, but within our viewing area, which again includes counties like Cambria County, Center County, which includes State College, Blair County, which includes Altoona, three biggest counties in our area. So we're we're trying to make the stories pertain locally because, you know, when people are watching the local news, they want to see the local news stories. They don't want to see the same yeah. stories they're seeing on Nightly News with Lester Holt. Right, right. Right before it comes on.
0: Do you think these people use YouTube like your viewers?
1: Well, yes, but not all of them. I know there is a large majority or not a large majority. There's a large number of our, or a large amount of our audience that's older and who doesn't have access to computers or something okay, computer okay. like that.
0: And that's um, like your, your
1: target demographic. Target demographic. Um, yeah, definitely anybody local, anybody in the area who, anybody who's needs the news update, who wants to figure out more on the local COVID numbers. Anybody who wants to figure out on, you know, the local food drives, all that good stuff. And, you know, council meetings, yeah, um, state news, stuff like that.
0: So do you have a lot of leeway over what kind of stories are produced as a news producer? That's a really good question. We have, we are owned
1: nationally by Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Um, WJAC is. So they own a bunch of news stations. Um, CBS 21 in Harrisburg is also a Sinclair station. So we get some of our material from them, but as far as me being at Liberty to put over what I put, whatever I want, yes and no i can i have power to choose the direction of the newscast however i know that there is consistently pertinent information going into that day that we need to make sure we get across usually at the top of the show that's the most important information
0: okay yep. is there a lot of censorship going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> Censorship. yeah man like it depends for me Wait,
0: explain what you mean by cens- censor. Like, do uh, they do they kind of? You're not allowed to say this. Like, don't say this on air, or, or oh, like, oh, 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 don't oh, oh. talk about this topic. Stuff like that. Not necessarily. No, not necessarily
1: about topics. How we phrase things. Yes, we have to be incredibly careful on how we phrase uh, things. If we're referring to a crime victim, this is hypothetical situation. If we're referring to a, heim- a crime victim, and people say. On people, somebody writes on the news, he's been convicted of ugh, how many, however many counts of murder, and he's only a suspect still, because innocent and proven until proven guilty in the court of law, you can get in serious legal trouble if you say that he's been convicted when he's actually not. Because that can okay. one taint the jury, two, taint the public and the media, the other media. It's lying and right. it could be possible libel. Um, towards towards the individual
0: yeah that makes sense that makes sense
1: yeah but like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call that censorship I would call that being careful and diligent censorship is what a lot of people are saying is happening to those on the right side of the political spectrum right now Mm -hmm. Um, the app parlor got shut down and then reinstated and I'm not really sure what's happening to it right now but uh that was a big thing um yeah people are feeling Unfairly censored. That's a good question. <laughs> Not me though. I'm good. I, right, I feel awesome. like I have a voice.
0: Yeah. Let's move on. So uh, good, my man. favorite question: What is your greatest strength? And for our viewers, this is the the third time we've started this recording. Just because we tried it on Discord and it just didn't work, so we're back on Zoom. Um, yeah. So yeah, what what is your greatest what is your greatest strength?
1: My greatest strength. I would say. Uh, My hustle and versatility. All right. Awesome.
0: Yes. Please elaborate.
1: (laughs) Uh, So being versatile, being well-versed in many different things stems from, you know, I'd say my dad doing a lot of things always. He's, you know, doing his hot pepper growing, his hunting dog training, his oyster farming, his beekeeping, reading about this, that, and the other. I'm not a huge reader, but I do like a good, you know, documentary and I like watching YouTube videos and, you know, getting a lot of new information that way uh oh, as far yeah. as yeah as far as hustle goes I like also got that from him cuz he's always been hustling to do all these different things at the same time you know yeah, it, it could be a weakness you know it could be a weakness too because if you're doing all these things at one time are you that dedic- this dedicated to any given thing at one time but i'd say that i'd say it's a more of a strength
0: those two in do you have, like, a, a memorable moment of when this versatility or hustle has, like, paid off for you? Uh, through, throughout,
1: you know, all of high school and uh, college, I'd say, because, you know, we both did did uh, music, and that takes up a lot of time. Um, and, I of course, I had to get a job. My parents said, you can't, you know, you can't start driving around unless you can pay for your own gas, and yeah, you pay for your own gas to get a job. So I had to get a job pretty early and do band at the same time and do Boy Scouts at the same time and maintain all that. And I'm yeah. still figuring it out today.
0: So I remember when we were going through college, not well, at the same time. And you just had so many internships. Like, do you uh, want to talk a little bit about those and like how those experiences experiences were? How you yeah. When from? when do you when do you remember me having like a summer job? Oh, at the earliest because I, I could talk sure. about that uh i remember little caesars job oh okay. that too yeah you can talk about whatever you want whichever one <laughs> so my, that was like...
1: my first that was my first like major summer job was little caesars a couple times i put on the big little caesars suit i would like go out to the side of the road and just mess <laughs> around i was like at the Whoa. stoplight like you know a couple of like a block down car cars we backed up on a summer evening so i'd like getting like a three-point stance and when I saw the light turn green, I just take off sprinting and <laughs> try to race the what? cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you I serious?
0: Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. Wait, did you have like a sign or anything or were you just dressed up as so, like, a pizza? Or so what? there, there are, there were people
1: who, who shook the signs without the costume on and like the costume wear. and this costume, man, oh, I couldn't tell you how old it was. So I was, it was probably, what was this? Like eight years ago, I probably had to work there. So <laughs> no. two thousand. 13 to yeah 2013 2014 and this dude had to have been from like 2004 dude it was smelly and of course they're wearing it in the summer because it's hot enough where people don't have to worry about you know the weather outside but you're sweating it had a fan in it but the fan was burnt out because it was always on so it didn't work but yeah i did that one summer and i had that you said the government job i worked at the senate uh
0: yeah
1: um as a broadcast intern
0: Okay. Is, was <laughs> yeah. it kind of similar to what you're doing now, or no, completely different?
1: No, not really. Uh, I would. I was way more hands-on um, in that internship. I would say I was going around getting audio with senators, going oh. out to shoots, um, interviewing senators, shooting video, putting oh, wow. together putting together news wraps that were sent out on the radio to stations all over the state. I got in. I got on a couple of radio stations over that summer. Did you I enjoy that experience? On Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was more of a nine to five type thing. I don't know if you remember, but I would, I would do dominoes right after that job too. Oh, wow. I would often, you know, I'd pick up shifts sometimes after the Senate job. I have a couple hours in between go eat, change and stuff. And then I work close at Mm dominoes at the Mechanicsburg location. That was only a couple nights a week. I would do that. And weekends too, sometimes. Do you prefer your
0: job now over that, over the Senate job?
1: There are things I liked about the Senate internship, and there were things I liked about this job. This I have my own place. I'm in a completely different town, you know, three to eleven thirty workday each day. So that's that's a nice part about it. But the normalcy and the regularity. But when I was home, it was go to work all day at the Senate, get off, go to Domino's, grab a couple pizzas, go hang out. With the boys, for <laughs> however long, go to sleep at ungodly hours of the night, and then mm. wake up and do it again. Do you think you're getting burnt out doing that? I think I wouldn't let myself think I was burnt out. I think probably at some points I was. I was getting what man like that had to have been like anywhere from like four to six hours of sleep average every night. Which is, six hours, okay, not that bad. But when you're down to four, a
0: couple days in a mm. row, oh man. Mm-mm. Yeah, I i need eight hours of sleep or else that's, I just that's won't good. be able to operate. It's just that's good. Good on you. Uh another question. What is a memorable memory <laughs> that comes to mind when you think of your past? Just any throw. Okay, First I'm five years old. This is mind. the
1: earliest, earliest memory. Okay. Earliest memory. Five years old. This kind of old brown, dingy, not dingy but rough carpet. My parents' room was feeling sick. Walk over. Throw up on the on the carpet, just. I was five years old. That's my earliest memory. <laughs> All right, nice man.
0: That was the first one that popped in your head. <laughs> yep, yep. That throw up on the carpet. That's respect, man. Do you have any hobbies right now? Like, what's your go-to hobby? Um,
1: I don't. I don't really have any hobbies right now. No, that's a shame. No, if I were to say something, I would say like, nah, cooking maybe. Yeah, I'm looking at a little bit more. I am looking a little bit more into uh cooking stuff as of now. What you do know, you cook? trying to try different things. Uh I do a lot of things with like tilapia. I've been doing tilapia recently. Oh, it's I should not ask, not
0: Sorry, how how do you get your cooking information? Like what's your medium?
1: YouTube. YouTube and my
0: dad. Uh okay. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what do you do in your free time right now? Like what's your go-to thing?
1: Well, it's weird because I got a weird shift, right? So I, you know, get home at 1130 and I'm probably just like pop something on the TV for mm-hmm. a little and then go to bed. Um, Sometimes I'll just go right to bed, but right. then I wake up in the morning. I, the good thing is about the shift is I'm sleeping in. I'm getting a lot of those hours back that I lost uh, over the years. I'm getting like some average eight
0: hours of sleep every night, which is awesome. And I really haven't had that. So you must like like your job, like a decent bit, right? If you're going to be spending so much time on it, I don't even know if it's that much time, but do you see yourself doing this in the future and like the next, I don't know, however long, is this something you want to keep doing? I'm not
1: sure. I've only been here for a couple months now and I got to weigh it out. So I'm on a two-year contract. So I'll be here for, for two years uh, as of August 24th, 2020. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things I do like about this job and, you know, there's some things that are just part of the working world that I'm going to have to get used to that aren't going to go away no matter what job
0: I get. But, like you know, what, largely example, do, or like, like, what, what are you referencing? Just so for me to know, in case I get to the workforce in the future? Yeah, like, what should course. I look out for?
1: Well, I'm not going to tell you to look out for anything. But, you know, <laughs> a, lo- a big thing that affects me is just negativity in the workplace. And uh, um, that's somewhat unavoidable. You know, you can tune it out to the best of your ability. But the end of the day you still gotta like if someone's talking to you and it's even though it has a negative tone you still gotta acknowledge them and you know yeah. get through it killing them with kindness doesn't always work and sometimes that negativity's pitter pattering yeah, yeah. at your skull and then eventually finds a hairline fracture and finds its way in <laughs> and and it takes over
0: Dr. Uh, Buzz actually told me like this really It's really stuck with me for a long time. This was right before I taught Jersey surf for the summer. He told me that everyone works better in a positive environment. So I'm always just trying to make friends with whoever is kind of like working with me, Uh, whatever situation I'm in, whenever I have the chance to influence people, I always want to leave like a positive impact and just like I don't know. It's it's so much more enjoyable for me personally, if everyone else is enjoying themselves. That's the only reason I'm nice. If I'm being honest, that's the only reason not being nice. That's like the wrong way to phrase it. But like my main goal for making other people happy is because it makes me happy. And yeah, Yeah. I totally get the negativity thing. Like,
1: that's a big thing right now, man, for me, that's one thing like, sometimes I'll be straight up with you.
0: Sometimes it's like
1: I get like stomach aches because I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with any of this negativity today. But that's part of like news right now. Oh, it is yeah. so negative. It's yeah, so man. negative, nonstop, twenty four seven. That's what you. that's what sells. The oh, That is what. Sells. <laughs> pull up NBC. Pull up CNN. Pull up Fox. I guarantee you, the headlines like negative, 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 negative. Yeah. That is just, you know, see, that's the one thing about the industry that I have, I'm going to pick with. There's not a lot of positive good news out there. The positive and good news that is in there usually, it's got some sort of like twist to it. And it's like, oh, this is good. But remember, this is bad. Uh, (laughs) For example, uh, vaccines. So, okay. So they're getting the shipment of 2000 vaccines or whatever, this hospital, but they have the highest death rate in the county or something like that it's it's awful Man. but yeah another you know another thing about like positive stories is they usually are at the end of the newscast they're called kickers for a reason in case you know you're running heavy on time and you're a little over your time limit and you need to kick you float something get it out of the way and not run it um usually you'd kick the kick the happy-go-lucky lighthearted stories okay even though i do like those feature pieces that's one thing that we learned in journalism schools, like Person based or um character-driven stories are really compelling and they grab people's attention. People like seeing mm. it.
0: So is there anyone in your your work environment that like you admire <laughs> or any personality traits? Yeah, there's a couple of people. The one
1: anchor, Tim, he's been there for a really long time. He was sports director. Um, he's been hands-on for 40-some years now. And, you know, he knows what he's talking about. He's the anchor and he's on top of it. He's on top of the the AP wire, so he knows the latest like breaking news, and he knows stuff about political news. Um, as far as the specifics go, you know, within executive, judicial branches, and stuff like that, and legislative, um, where I might not have that much experience. So I try to soak it all in from him. We spend a lot of time, you know, one on one, you know, three people in the newsroom because you know we're all spaced out because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I get to learn a lot from him. Um, also, you know, here in stuff about video editing uh that i don't have to deal a lot with but just hearing about it from some of the editors that are there it's helpful because you know i you never know when i might apply for a job later in the future that i might need those skills in so
0: okay do you have like an end goal that you're trying to work towards or anything like that
1: yeah man just a stable life um, close to family close to uh friends and family man that's that's i say the end goal keep that in the back of my mind, you know, like Mm. at the end of the day, what are you working for? Yeah. No, I could be working for a bunch of money, but why do you want a bunch of money? So I can get this. Why do you want this? So I can
0: live a happy life. Why do you want a happy life? Uh, You can (laughs) ask yourself all those questions, but you know, what is stable to you? What is, what does stable mean? Like a stable life, happy and healthy, happy and healthy. Are you happy and Happy and healthy right now?
1: I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's times obviously where we're all not completely happy, but there's a lot of things I can be thankful for. You know, Mm -hmm. I got a job. I got, like I said, I got a job. I got a roof over my head. I got food in the fridge, got family back home, got friends I can do dope podcasts with. (laughs) It's awesome. And I got, man. yeah, I I got a, I got a lot at my disposal and, but there's, you know, and I'm telling you, man, this negativity in the news world, it kind of irks its way into my personal life sometimes Mm.
0: yeah i would say like i would say i'm pretty happy and healthy too but i i'm not re exactly i don't want my life to stay this way i want Mm. my life to keep keep getting better and to just i want to keep experiencing more things that you know i can share with other people like for for instance that's kind of why i started this podcast i wanted to bring my friends on and just talk to them and Yeah, it's it it wasn't like my life was bad before, but I just wanted more. I wasn't happy with well, I was I was I was happy with what I had, but like I said, I just wanted more.
1: yeah. If I can clarify on what I said when I said stable, maybe not just like happy and healthy. And yeah, stable doesn't mean stagnant. Um, but I I do want to keep improving and you know, enhance my career. But for the most part, like stable. Money-wise, like not having to worry too much about money, not having to worry too much about you know paying the bills and
0: yeah, for sure you
1: know all that uh, you know making making time for for myself and and my family sure. and friends. Um, that those are probably the big things.
0: Okay, if you could give your past self advice, what would you say?
1: I'd sound a hell of a lot like my own mother, um, <laughs> but I'd probably say like save your money, don't wear the same pair of socks like two days in a row. Stuff like that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, uh mainly, you know, like save your money, appreciate all your friends and your family, hmm. you know, life is what short, life mean- is this tiny little blip of whatever we define as existence, and it's it's up to us what we want to do with it, so I tell okay. myself that
0: nice, would you rather talk to your past self or your future self
1: <sighs> uh. Now nah, past past because, past. because well, see, I don't know. I'd say past because I don't want to, I don't want to like look at myself. If I, I'm like 300 pounds and doing absolutely nothing. I don't want to know that now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: Maybe I do want to know that now so I can change it. But if you go visit yourself in the future, can you actually change anything? Um, who knows? Same thing with the past yeah. butterfly effect. Right. So I don't know. That's, that's
0: an interesting question.
1: I'd say past.
0: I would say past as well, just because I have a history of overestimating myself with just things that I do um, when I want to lead projects or when I think that I can teach my symbol line this thing, it usually just doesn't work out the way I want to, like completely. And I always fall short a little bit. So that's a, that's a bit of a worry that I have going into the future. I'm scared that I'm going to, I'm scared that my goals are so big maybe like mm-hmm. uh, I have really ambitious goals and I just won't be able to reach them. I won't be able to meet the, the expectation that, that I want. So that's a fear that I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have yeah. like ambitious goals or anything like that? Yeah, I do. I'd
1: say, you know, I do want to eventually get into long form media. I'm in short form media right now. We get 30 minutes to tell a whole bunch of stories
0: Oh, what, um, what's long form
1: long form media so like documentary short films oh theories, okay stuff okay. like that
0: yeah that's that's sure. what you watch right like the documentaries yeah that's like what's like yeah what cool you what kind of documentaries yeah, are, I, are, are you thinking? well come to mind not necessarily watch. not
1: not necessarily a specific time a kind right but right i want to bring certain elements of journalistic principles that i've learned over the years um mm. and just make whatever the spirit moves me to you know yeah, It could be on that old abandoned tower off of 81 back in Mechanicsburg that nobody really knows what happened to. There's like holes in it and stuff, but it's huge. And it's the only thing sticking out of the middle of the woods. It could be on that. You talk to local municipalities and figure out what the story is on that. Or it could be on, you know, a local crisis. It could be on a local story or it could be on a national story. Or what I did for my filmmaking or my iPhone journalism class was me door dashing during the pandemic. I made a short film on that. So I like kinda did a profile of what I did and interviewed some people during the pandemic, stuff like that. So
0: is, would that kind of be similar to what you're doing now in the sense that you kind of come up with the story or, or how, how different is it from your, your current job? Like, that was what I was just describing is like essentially
1: total control of the story. You're editing, oh, you're it, shooting, you're writing, you're producing, all that. I'm so, just producing here. I'm not shooting, I'm not editing, I'm not any of that.
0: And, and remind writing. me what, what producing means. Like you're just kind of directing the flow of the news or, or how? Yeah, I,
1: I, I put things um, in an organizational way where they should go in the newscast of stories. Um, I edit graphics that'll pop up on the screen. Mm. Um, uh pick sound bites figure out who's you know what clip we're gonna take from this presser or anything like that uh, it, it's, it's there's a lot of little things okay. but and, mainly and, writing and
0: and and stacking out the newscast and you would eventually want to do everything or or like what what's long like form a- media
1: gen long form media generally is uh, I'd say not necessarily a smaller team because it's sometimes it's a bigger team but uh, the tasks are different newscasts. You have to worry about going like on air, but long form media, you get to work on it and look at it, you know, stack mm-hmm. spaced out all the clips and shots and audio. Yeah.
0: Do you have any goals you want to accomplish before the end of the year?
1: It's pretty early in the year. Um, yeah. Uh, save money, get, get a good bit of money in my savings account. Um, just to be able to, uh, you know, invest um, in the future. Definitely. I, I right. want to look into, into, doing that investing and in,
0: what do you want to do with your money?
1: Well, yeah, it, probably that uh, when I have enough of it, definitely investing. Um, I want to, I, I want to figure out the right way to do that. I don't know a whole lot about it right now, um, but I do want to learn. Um, that's going to take time, but what is, you know, what is
0: investing? I'm sorry.
1: In investing in like companies, you can invest in real estate, um, you can invest in the oh. stock market, and stuff like that. I, again, I don't know a whole lot about it right now. But it's interesting oh, okay. to me. I talked to Josh about it a couple of times and he knows a lot about a lot more than me. Um,
0: so that's pretty, pretty interesting.
1: Real estate's apparently the way to go.
0: That's what my parents told me too, but yep. Yep. I'm, I'm just not interested in anything that has to deal with money. Like my parents made me, um, they kind of forced me to open up a stock account or I don't even know what it's called, but I invested in some stocks and I haven't opened my account for like a couple months now. I don't even look at it. So yeah, I, what I want to do with my money is just, I don't even know. I, uh, Joe Pearl actually called me and he set up like an appointment with me. He's like, Hey, do you want to talk? Tomorrow for like eight minutes, and I was like, "Sure, man, whatever." yeah hey, I didn't know. Whole... Yeah, I'll be honest. Like he he told me that you you recommended me to him, and I was like, "Man, I don't want to talk to this guy." That's my but bad, bro. No, like, no, no. Here's, <laughs> here, let me finish. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Like when he was talking, I was like, "So, what do you want from me? Like, how can you help me? How can you help me with like whatever you're trying to do?" And he was just like, "Oh, I'll just help you, like." talk about your your expenses, like your monthly expenses and your financial plan. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have one. Like this dude is the perfect opportunity for me to like stay accountable with my money right now. Yeah. So we're actually like moving forward. And like, <laughs> I was just thinking like this guy randomly reached out to me and asked if he could help me with my money. Like, this is awesome. Like, why would I not... <laughs> Take this yeah offering. I think it is a service though so at some point he